Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Bloom. I'm so glad that you are here. For those of you that are new, welcome, and thank you for joining along on this journey. And for those of you that show up each and every week to push play, you're awesome. And I couldn't do this without you. So thank you so much. But if you're just tuning in, I thought I would give you a little bit of insight as to what you can find here. If this is your first episode, we're on about episode 32, 33-ish. So if you're just joining, this is the Bloom Podcast, and my name is Bridget. So Bloom with Bridget is the name, and I am on a journey to bloom into the best version of myself each and every day. I am a wife. I'm a mom of four girls at that. Um, I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter of the King, and I'm here to share my story and journey of Bloom with you and invite you to join me. Bloom is all about being present where your feet are and enjoying each and every moment that you've been given. Bloom is also about discovering yourself and learning to navigate the various seasons of growth that we go through. Bloom is about breaking sometimes, and that means falling apart so that we can start over and build something new and better. And Bloom is also about finding this community of women that are traveling down the same road that we are together and inviting others to join you and have a bigger table, you know, pull up more chairs to your table and invite others to sit with you. Bloom is about taking care of yourself first so that you can take care of others. And it's also about becoming this whole process of blooming into who you were meant to be is about becoming. So if this sounds like a place that you want to be planted, then stick around. I think you're going to like it. But I am so grateful that you are on this journey with me, and I hope that it inspires you along your journey so that you can go out and plant seeds of opportunity in those around you. So speaking of grateful, today's episode is all about gratitude. And gratitude is something that has significantly changed my outlook, overall mood and mindset, so much so that I wanted to share some of the simple practices that I've been doing over the last year and a half that have really made all the difference. But I want to start with my favorite explanation of gratitude, and that is that gratitude takes what we have and turns it into enough. It's about finding something good in the everyday and being so grateful for all that we've been given that our hearts literally want to explode as we begin to see and appreciate everyone and everything around us so much more deeply. Gratitude is really about turning the ordinary into the extraordinary. You know, I would consider myself a pretty happy and grateful person. But it wasn't until I started writing, regularly writing things down that I was grateful for that I really started to take note of just how blessed I am and how much I had truly been given. On most days, if you know me, I am grateful for a really good Dr. Pepper. I have never been a coffee drinker ever. My long friend, Annie Ronnie, and my husband, um, they've always tried to get me to drink coffee. And I remember when I was younger, my grandmother and my mom would make coffee and put so much milk and sugar in it and try to make me like it, but I just never did. And it wasn't until a couple of weeks ago that my husband came home and he said, okay, you know, he would constantly come home and say, try this one, try that. And it just never, ugh, just never did it for me. So I've always been a Dr. Pepper fan, but he came home and he said, Hey, I want you to try this one. And I took a drink and I thought, Oh, that is really good. So now I'm actually enjoying some coffee in my life. So I'm grateful for Dr. Pepper and coffee. Most mornings I'm walking into work, double fisting, um, a lot of caffeine. So as I'm sitting here recording, 
I have a special guest who came in and she really wanted to sit in here with me. And I told her that I was talking about gratitude. And so she wants to come on here and talk about things that she's grateful for. So I have Miss Riley Reed. Riley is six and she is my third daughter. And Riley, why don't you say hi and you can name some things that you're grateful for. Hi, I'm thankful for my family, my dogs, my chickens, my friends, um, and I'm thankful for Papa and Granny, um, David, Mia and Chief. Lala, Annabelle, Lucas, Jack, and Eli. What are you most thankful for today? What's one thing that you're grateful for today? Um, having time with my family. That's a good one. I'm grateful that we've had time together too. What are you grateful for that you have that maybe others don't have? A really fun cabin. A fun cabin. That is true. Yep. All right, Riley, what's one thing, if you were to tell somebody to be grateful for, what would it be? A family. And um, I want to say one more, one more thing I'm thankful for. Going places with my family, going to the beach with my family, going to, what was the place we went like this time? Like today, when we got back. Louisville. 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 We had a fun time there. We did. We went to watch our oldest run in a cross-country meet. Mm-hmm. And everybody towed along. It was freezing. It was freezing. Yeah. But we were thankful to get to watch Miss Peyton, weren't we? Yep. Yep. All right. Thank you for being on, Riley. You're welcome. Love you so much. Love you so much. I will say how many Riley did. Okay. Well, now I have my youngest, Hayden. She wants to get on here and talk about the things that she's grateful for. Hayden, what are three things you're grateful for? I I am thankful for um, all of my family and everything I have. And the last thing I'm thankful for before I get off the podcast, and I'm thankful for the podcast and mommy and all of the unicorns in my world. All the unicorns in your world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and deer. And deer. Okay. And I gotta get off the podcast, okay, family? Okay. Well, those are two of the blessings that I'm thankful for. Very grateful for my girls and all the joy that they bring me each and every day. They are definitely my why and the reason that I keep showing up. So I'm super grateful for them. And for those of you that are still listening, even in the midst of all the background noise and the squealing and screaming, the pitter-patter of feet, um, this is just real life uh, in the bloom room. So anyway, back to gratitude. This was something that I really needed a lot of last year, you know, during the pandemic. As we continue to navigate things, even today, um, it has helped keep me grounded and keep me thankful when things look different. It gave me a better outlook and it taught me that when nothing is certain, there's still hope. 
you know, my faith also played a big role in that. But I think that faith and gratitude, in my opinion, go hand in hand. So when I started my regular gratitude practice, I would start out writing down like eight to 10 things that I was grateful for. I went out and bought my notebook, just a blank, you know, line notebook. And I started filling it in each and every day as part of my morning routine. I know others that practice gratitude right before they go to bed, because they say that when you go to bed with a grateful heart, a lot of times you'll wake up in a better mood. But I found for me in my schedule and routine, doing it first thing in the morning, as soon as I wake up works best for me, but you can do whatever works best for you. But as I started to write in um, my journal, you know, I felt like it was the same things over and over again. You know, it was obvious things like my faith, my family, my job, my health, my freedom. And sometimes I would sit there and I would just stare at a blank page, which makes me sound really ungrateful. But it was more about going deeper than surface level. It was more about being very specific about those things that I was grateful for. You know, what was it about my faith? What was it about my family? What was it about my job? What were those things that, that I was truly grateful for, not just the given response? So as I continued to write, it became more about the day itself and the opportunity it would bring, the people that might cross my path that I could impact and maybe love a little more. This podcast itself and the outlet that it's creating to bring women together where they feel seen and heard, that is amazing. And I'm grateful for that. But some days it was even as simple as I'm thankful for this red light that made me stop so that I could slow down and appreciate a beautiful sunset. Prior to my gratitude practice, I would tend to focus on the negative, you know, the nitpicky things like my house is so dirty or there's stuff everywhere rather than being thankful that it was full of my family and my friends who have a place to come home and gather together or it would never fail. I would clean the sink and get it all put away. And then the next thing I know, it's fully going to have dirty dishes. Instead of being thankful for the food that we ate and the opportunity to sit around the table with my family and talk about our day, I would be frustrated. Like I would really be angry, but I was choosing to look for negative rather than positive. And for me, gratitude has been a flip of a switch. It's been a simple change in perspective. When my husband would use five pans to cook a HelloFresh meal, which he does, God love him, and the meals are delicious, I would get so upset with him. And the rest of my night would be ruined because all I could see were all the pans piled up in the sink. You know, I would be grouchy at everybody because I was left cleaning up. Nobody appreciates all that I'm doing. Okay, you all go ahead and enjoy that movie while I'm cleaning up the kitchen. You can't hear the TV. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm making too much noise. I was tense and I was anxious and I was angry and in a bad mood. And I was putting off so much negativity that nobody enjoyed that. And who would? But when I started incorporating gratitude more and more, I began to be thankful that we had the food to eat, that my husband took time to prepare a meal for us while I was probably recording a podcast and that we were able to share it together. And that no matter what happened that day, we could all come together in that moment and share a meal. Yes, I will happily do dishes. You cooked. Thank you. Sometimes a thank you is the biggest difference between being grateful and being ungrateful. 
And when we start to appreciate even the smallest of things, the dirty dishes, another one of my favorites is a messy floor. After the kids have been playing out in the snow, we all know what that's like, but they had fun. They're making memories. And that's what it's all about. And when we start to see it as that, you know, we make way for bigger blessings and bigger opportunities to appreciate more of life's moments that are being shared with us. When we can see those bigger blessings come, we have so much more appreciation for them when they do. So not only does gratitude turn what we have into enough, but regular practice of gratitude has also been proven to have some long-term health benefits. You know, it improves your overall well-being, your self-esteem, your mental health. It reduces stress. You know, I was just talking about how I used to get frustrated with the dishes. When I let that go and started focusing on the appreciation of the effort and the time that my husband took to cook dinner, I didn't have stress. I didn't have anxiety. I wasn't frustrated. So just given the health benefits alone, let's all choose to focus on the positive rather than the negative. When you're present in gratitude, you're more likely to stay there. And once you start to train your brain to look for the things that you're grateful for, it becomes this continuous cycle and it's always on the hunt for the next thing to be grateful for. Our mind is a muscle and the more we exercise it properly, the stronger it grows. I remember when I was a little girl, I used to pray for the things that I have now. A family to call my own, a great job to be surrounded with amazing family and friends. But here's what I didn't expect. I didn't expect that I would be given so much more than what I asked for. And for that, I'm grateful. How often do you stop and give thanks for the things that you wish for, the things that you prayed for that you have now? If you haven't done that lately, I'm going to ask you to push pause, push pause, and give thanks. Do it right now. As a parent, I want to teach my girls to be thankful in all circumstances. You heard two of my girls earlier, but I want them to know that there are others less fortunate than they are. I want them to have compassion. There's others that worry about things like food and shelter and security. And oftentimes they're worrying about things of insignificance. I want to teach them to open their hearts and look for opportunities to serve others. Even if it's just as simple as a smile or sending a thank you note for birthday gift or kind gesture. And I want them to be grateful because there's so many people that do without. And I want them to have appreciation so much that they extend their blessings to others. I think we all want that as parents. As a family, we started practicing give me five at the dinner table. And I've talked about this in a previous episode, and I will link that episode in the show notes for you if you want to go back and revisit it. But it started because one of my daughters was going on and on about how she had had a horrible day. She did bad on a test, and it all stemmed back to her not sleeping well the night before because her sister kept her up all night. And I asked her, I said, okay, you've had a bad day. I get it. But maybe your day wasn't as bad as someone else's. What was one good thing? that you were thankful for about that day. She couldn't come up with anything. She could not see past her circumstances because she was so upset and she was putting the blame on someone else. But sometimes we're all that way. You know, sometimes we don't see ourselves as being better off than someone else. We see ourselves as the victim 
And really, when we strip it all down, it is okay if you didn't do great on a test because you didn't sleep well. Because there's probably a kid in that class who doesn't have a bed to sleep on and would be grateful to have a brother or a sister to share it with. Somebody will always have it worse than you. So don't let the petty things get in the way of appreciating what you do have. So that night, when we got home at the dinner table, I said, okay, we're going to go around and we're going to all name five things that we're grateful for. And now it's become such a habit that our youngest automatically goes in to give me five after she does the sign of the cross. She doesn't wait for anybody to, to start. She just goes right in. And she's also figured out that there's five others in our family besides her. And so she literally goes around the table, names mom and dad and each of her sisters. And it's always the same five. But that's okay. Because we know that she's grateful for us. And it's so sweet and so honest. So I'm going to challenge you. If you haven't done the Give Me Five Challenge, start it tonight with your family at the dinner table. Or just write it down. You don't have to say it around the table. You don't have to do it with others. You can do it yourself personally. But either way, what are five things that you're grateful for? Is it your bed that you have to sleep in? Is it the roof over your head? Is it the men and women we're getting ready to come up on Veterans Day? Is it the men and women who fought for our country so that you can experience freedom? I'm grateful for those things. I'm grateful for the car that gets me to and from my job that helps me provide for my family and put food on our table. Maybe it's the ability to move your body or to spend time with people you love. Maybe it's a sunrise or a sunset. Whatever it is, give thanks. When we practice being grateful for all that we have, our hearts expand and we begin to see things in a brighter light, even on the darkest days. But by choosing gratitude, you're choosing happiness, you're choosing kindness, and you're choosing joy. You're choosing your peace over your problems or what you think are your problems, because sometimes our problems can turn into the biggest blessing. So I'm going to share with you just some simple ways that you can start incorporating more gratitude in your day. So first off, let the first thing you do in the morning or the last thing you do before bed be giving gratitude rather than scrolling social media. Take a minute and say thanks. Keep a gratitude journal for your child or for your spouse or for a friend and write in it every day and give it to them on a special occasion. Maybe it's their birthday or it's Thanksgiving or it's Christmas, but this is just for them. And each and every day you can write five things that they did or that you're appreciative of. And that's going to be something that they'll want to hang on to forever. I would encourage you to go on a treasure hunt and take note of all the things that you've been blessed with today and reflect on that before the end of the day. You know, look for beauty in something big or small that happened throughout your day. Keep a gratitude journal of just all the things, either in a notebook or on your phone. Just keep track of that. That daily practice is going to shape your heart. I promise. Another thing that I've started doing that I love doing is sending a voice text to someone and just tell them how thankful you are for them instead of just sending a regular text message. You know, let them hear the thankfulness in your voice. Practice give me five with your family or your neighbors or your roommates or your best friend, whatever that looks like. Um, Say thank you. Another thing that we've done in our house is keeping, it's usually in my laundry room, but keeping a gratitude jar that we fill with pennies or loose change as you're, you're washing clothes. And every time you have change to put in there, you know, name something that you're grateful for. When that jar fills, then you can donate that to um, 
to a good cause. If you follow along on my Instagram page at Live Your Life in Bloom, I have posted a 30-day gratitude challenge for the month of November. And with Thanksgiving around the corner, I thought it would be something fun that we could all participate in. It's something that I did last year with a friend, and I really enjoyed focusing my intentions on something each and every day that I was grateful for. So it's out there at Live Your Life in Bloom. You can print it off, check it off, whatever you want to do. I've been doing it with my girls, and it's been so neat to see them find ways to be grateful. So if you want to open your heart, I would encourage you to check it out. And if this episode spoke to you, share it with someone who needs it. But most importantly, let's find some ways to put a little gratitude in your day. You'll be better because of it, I promise. So I want to close with a quote that I think ties all of this up in a pretty little bow by Pima Kodron. And it says, appreciate everything, even the ordinary, especially the ordinary. Yes, especially the ordinary. So keep blooming, my friends. And until next time, I'll talk to you soon.